Hi, this is Anisha from the Eat, Watch, Binge, Read podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So get started. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Hi and welcome to a very special episode 15 of the Eat, Watch and Binge Read podcast. Coming to you live from Hampstead Heath, I'm Dhruv and I have with me here Anisha. Anisha, it's a beautiful day. How are you today? Very well and this is by the way the first time that we are recording together. I mean we live in the same city but we've never actually recorded while sitting next to each other and this is the first time we are doing that so it's going to be interesting. It is going to be very very interesting and I think I might be a bit over caffeinated which should make it even more interesting. Right Anisha diving straight in. What have you been reading and what do you have for me in terms of recommendations? I've got some really uh, interesting graphic novels to talk about but let's go first. Okay why don't you go with your graphic novels because I have stuff that I'm reading but I'm not really sure that they're going to be recommendations. I love a good non-recommendation, but okay, fine. So this is something that I feel we've spoken about before, but not in a lot of detail. So let's go straight in. And this sort of ties in with our broad movie, books, TV, graphic novels theme, right? I think the book that really changed it all for me and indeed for fans of superhero fiction and comic books is Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. Now, this is a Batman graphic novel that really, really represents the Bat universe, as it were, at its most sinister evil form. And this, along with Batman Year One, which uh, I think is Frank Miller, which I recently reread, is something that I keep coming back to every couple of months. And I think that really, for people looking to get into Batman, this is an absolutely amazing introduction. Anisha, what Batman movies have you seen, heard or come across in the last 10 years? Hit me and if it's wrong, you know, I can live. I'm a big boy. So go for it. Okay, so I have one story about a Batman movie, which is not really about the movie at all. But I can tell you the story for your for the general gist of how I go with Batman movies. So I went with some people to watch this movie, which was Batman vs Superman. It was a horrible movie and I left the movie hall after about 20 minutes just to sit outside the movie hall and be on Instagram because that was more interesting. And we were also on one of the first few rows, which was not the best experience, let me say. Movie did not add to the experience. While I was outside, one of the guys who was also waiting to buy tickets or waiting to go into another movie, he started having a heart attack. So I was outside the movie hall watching this guy have a heart attack and then have an ambulance call to take him away. I later found out he did not have a heart attack, but just had uh, broken his back or something like that. Basically, it wasn't as serious. So yeah, that's my experience of Batman movies, and that is all my experience of Batman okay, movies. He didn't, he didn't. He didn't die, and I'm going to. I'm going to just disregard the ambulance and the heart attack because yeah, whatever. But that's a really interesting point, and I think it's actually really tragic. If I'm completely honest, because I think the problem with that movie is it had Zack Snyder involved. Zack Snyder is the Michael Bay of the superhero world, and by that I mean everything he touches turns to shit. Um, Zack Snyder is the guy who, and I'm sorry to say this, but he did the new Henry Cavill Superman reboot. He then did Superman, I think it was called Man of Steel, actually, the second one. And 
the really really sad thing about Zack Snyder is that he makes these movies which produce absolutely gorgeous beautiful trailers i could watch Zack Snyder movie trailers over and over and over but when it comes to the movie that's absolute crap what, what do you think about about i mean we don't we have to, we can go off topic cuz i know batman isn't always your bag but what's a what's a movie where the trailer had you hooked and then you saw the movie and it turned out to be a massive letdown Come on, five okay, seconds. Okay. Think about it. Dhruv, really odd. Okay, not a massive letdown, but we are the two people. I think we have discussed this movie before. Vanilla Sky. Okay. 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 I know very, you love the very movie. Very carefully. Yes, Go yes. On. I know you love the movie, okay. and I actually really love the movie also. But the trailer of the movie made me expect something completely different than what the movie actually was. I'm not saying it was bad. but it's just that my expectations were completely skewed by the trailer and i think maybe the trailer didn't do it a lot of i mean it did a bit of disservice to the movie i do, tell, you, uh, do you even what, remember the trailer uh, i remember the trailer vividly but tell me what you were expecting and then we'll talk about what we got but tell me what you were expecting so i was not expecting so much of a domestic drama from the trailer and i felt it was and honestly that it was actually a very interesting domestic drama movie but i mean it was But yeah, that was not what I expected when I saw the trailer at Dude. all. It was more like, more like dark scientific sci-fi or like that kind of stuff that I was expecting from the trailer. And she says sci-fi and wrinkles up her nose with sorry, sorry, game. sorry. But I mean, I think one of the charming things about the movie and the reason why it was so great is the trailer doesn't give away anything, right? I am so bored of these. first 8 minutes type of nonsense where by the time i watched the movie i've basically seen everything the trailers are basically wikipedia summaries so whatever i think Agreed, yeah. I, i i know what you're saying but i think part of the charm of the movie going experience is really having stuff be completely unexpected so yeah tom cruise new york cameron diaz you know mm. legs fur coat all of that stuff cute spanish girl penelope cruz back when she was starting out no, and then it turns think... into this ridiculous Is it sci-fi? Yeah, is I it feel, horror? Is I it both? I feel the movie does the trailer did disservice because anybody seeing the trailer and what you expect of the movie, if it's a completely different genre, you're not going to appreciate it. Like I appreciated it because it was actually something I'm interested in. But if I'm going and expecting a domestic dark thriller and it becomes a sci-fi, like okay, I don't remember the name of the movie, so this is a horrible thing to talk about. but there is actually a movie which starts out as a really normal sh- movie and becomes a zombie from dusk till dawn that's our our guest fellow park hanger person so for those people who didn't catch it because he's not near the phone it's from dusk till dawn which i think is that tarantino or is that yeah. the one with i i seem to i seem to have it's really bizarre because i think after the interval it became a zombie movie true. it was so strange true but but we had hey, we have a laughter but, track uh, here we have some some free laughter in the background but it had salma hayek dancing with a python or something so i think <laughs> memorable very very memorable okay so going back to to what we were talking about we'll talk more about books because we seem to have sort of diverted into tv and movies but for anyone looking at batman i'll do a quick 30 second summary and shut up but basically there are three main phases with maybe another one there's the first one which is the michael keaton phase great great introduction to batman as very popularly seen in popular culture good mix you know it's got tim burton when tim burton was actually making good stuff from the edward scissorhands era appropriately gothic horror but not but just at the right level then you've got 
the appalling, appalling, appalling Joel Schumacher era, which basically turns, it has Val Kilmer as Batman and worse George Clooney, Clooney which was a, a crime in itself. His wife should look that up given her career. But yeah, we don't want to go down the Joel Schumacher era. And then you have the actual seminal Christopher Nolan era where, you know, you're Christian Bale and you really had some really good moral conundrums mixed with a superhero movie asking some very relevant questions that's my quick one for anyone thinking about ben affleck as batman don't bother i'm not going to waste any time on it so anyway that's a, a quick segue into batman and and whatnot anisha what else is happening books tv movies mix it up so surprise me this this cannot be more opposite of batman go on i have two books i wanted to talk about yeah one is called other people's marriages so the anti batman if you will you know so, batman's a millionaire playboy right he's not married but yeah go for it <laughs> yeah so this is by a writer called kerry fisher and apparently she's quite popular but i had never heard of her never read any of her books and oddly what was amazingly refreshing about this book is it is a story a friendship story about a group of women and all of these women are in their 60s it is really sad but i actually don't think i've read any i mean i read a lot of books about friendships and marriages and all the domestic drama and all of that but sadly i don't remember ever reading something about 60 year old women and it was so interesting it was lovely it's a really nice book and it it's it's easy reading but it's not i won't say the topics are not hard some of the topics discussed are hard but i really recommended the i would really recommend the book i really liked it very much and uh, so and i'm going to definitely check out some of her other books because she sounds like somebody who, she it's a well written book yeah. interesting subject matter so i would recommend that the other book i wanted to talk about is the one i read recently called the pretenders i think i mentioned this book in my may reads on my blog as well so this book is basically happens over the course of one day and it's a group of friends and they not not they not really friends acquaintances who meet and one couple has just gotten engaged and it's about their day the day together there is a twist bit of a twist in the book which i don't want to of course talk about but the twist plays so much on our prejudices about men and women and i just thought it was so interesting because i mean yeah i think i am extremely liberal and i i i definitely think of myself as a liberal person but that is even for somebody like me i'm fem- i'm feminist i'm liberal and i still never thought of that twist to be what it was yeah. and i went with the prejudice i mean of course the writer does lead us on that path but yeah. i did go with the predictable option so i would recommend that one it's the pretenders called by agatha zaza zaza that's good what a great surname that's right that's pretty good no i agree i actually now that you mentioned it i have not heard of or read stuff by people in this you know about people in the 60s or people and i think it goes back to the thing right about there's a certain demographic that is seen to have been interesting in contributing to the sort of literary conflict or whatever that makes up all of literature or that underpins literature in any shape or form anyway okay cool um i can't stop saying zaza but i'm going to check i'm going to check that out sorry completely distracted by the zazaness of 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 it all but um okay So and what are you what's happening with your TV slash movie slash documentary slash YouTube meme watching what else are you doing So I took you up 
on your recommendation on what you the recommendation you had on the last podcast episode yeah. so please guys go back and listen to that as well and i watch mayor of east town yes and it was amazing it's finally one of those shows that i you actually want to sit down and watch and you're not watching just because there's dinner just because you're eating dinner which is what was happening with me with netflix so definitely thanks for that recommendation that was great and since that since then the only other show i've watched is succession which is again i would say it's a good time pass show but i think it's like entertaining enough which is all i need for now uh merafi stone yes absolutely i thought it was amazing and i think this is really you know when it comes to representation or having heroes or having protagonists who are different and by different i really mean real it's such a it's such a wonderful raw performance not just by kate winslet but by all the other various supporting players as well i am going to admit to watching something that i suppose doesn't have too much pedigree but you know whatever let's analyze it anyway because i know you've seen bits and pieces of it i am now i am now on season 10 of of, um, of a show i'm not going to say it until the end i'm i'm on season 10 oh you're going to keep us in yeah, suspense yeah so i'm going to try to do the analysis first so we sort of deconstruct before we actually know what okay, it is why? and dismiss it i want to hear your analysis and see if any of our listeners actually guess which show you're fine. talking about fine this is a show that does a bunch of things it is a show that follows a format that allows it to run for 10 seasons because i think when you have a show that focuses on the main characters from season 1 it's the same crap season after season do they break up do they get together do they break up did they fight over a post it you know whatever don't really care but this is a I show i heard a sex and the city snide uh, comment huh? over there through it's i have no idea what you're talking about okay then we'll get back to this later i thought that was a sex and the city snide uh, comment on the post it because there's a post it story on Sex oh yeah, city. someone breaks up with someone. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is uh, it's totally not sex and city related. No. Okay. So this is a show where it has it's almost like a revolving door of characters. It's a bit like Lost. It's not Lost, of course, but it's a show that allows people to come and go. It develops storylines, and also really interestingly, it focuses quite uniquely, I thought, compared to other TV shows, which are solely focused on you know the romantic lives of characters, which sort of irritates me because, sure, there's there's that bit which makes for great drama. but what do these other what do people do besides fall in and out of love right there's there's more and for most people works a big part of it so this is a show that i actually think is an ode to to work and the importance that work plays in our lives and because you you know most stuff just ignores the work element people are just running around being sappy So it's Grey's Anatomy. Before I go more off piece, so it's okay, so entertaining, I, man. I, just, I can't can stop I, watching it. Okay, can I just say this? That at the end of it, like I'm sorry, but these are doctors. They are surgeons. True. Their work. I mean, it cannot get more important than that. I would assume. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So I and I really like it because yeah, it talks about their relationship, but a lot of it is also on their work. Yeah. And how they are, you know, that guy who's studying for his exam yeah. and he's tense about that, and them. studying to for their surgery exams and all and i like them showing all of that but i know grey's anatomy is seen as like a funny whatever you know flippant flippant show yeah. but when it came out i mean maybe not even when it came out but even now it does deal with very interesting issues like at all times think about it there is a lesbian angle yeah, in yeah. grey's anatomy there, there is so there are lots of very intense issues and How old is the show? Two thousand five ish ballpark. That could be two thousand four. Could that's, be two thousand three or six. But 
a lot of difference in culture but, but also they have they really try and keep it interesting right there's a plane crash there's a gunman there's a whole yeah. friggin episode which is a musical no, with people I, cut open on the table and people singing stuff from by the fray which is a great band by the way but yeah so no, yeah so full I full agree. credit it is entertaining but i also think it doesn't it's not a show that shies away from the hard topics which i did in yeah. which i did appreciate yeah. about yeah. it actually having said I'm that i'm trying to save you from this really no, flippant uh, having, drama that you're watching by the way <laughs> Thank you for for making making it more cerebral than it actually is possibly. But having said that, I think I might run out of steam at the end of at the end of season ten and and move on to other okay, things. So let's move on. You've you've persisted longer than I have. I've done my time, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I gave up after maybe season six, but also because I didn't have access to the show. I think I would have gone on watching if I had access to it. I mean, uh, yeah. The second Sandra O oh leaves the show, which is the end of season ten. I know that. Okay, I didn't know out. that. <laughs> Yeah so okay if she's done a show for 10 seasons i can't blame her for leaving uh, well which me- leads me to ask you the question have you seen killing eve yes i have it's yes. right up your street given that yeah, your yeah, yeah. instagram account and shout out to anisha's instagram fashion and frappes where she posts really interesting content and then i go and make oh, completely but, irrelevant comments on it but never interesting enough clothes like she wears on killing eve it can never get as interesting as what she wears she wears some crazy clothes and the fashion is a big part of the show which i quite enjoyed but yeah so this is exactly why i brought this up also sandra o oh, natural lead in from grace to to killing eve thoughts on killing eve uh, give me the 30 second version go i really enjoyed the first season yeah. but again the problem with a show like that i feel it is the novelty factor of a yeah female serial killer and a female officer i mean these are not spoilers this is basically what the show is about so i do think that novelty factor kind of wears off after the mm. first season middle of the second season so i mean i can watch it but it's never like i think it becomes repetitive and yes. it is going to become repetitive there is no way for it to continue being a novelty show after well it's that. not grazen at me is it but no i exactly. i agree i think for anyone who hasn't seen it um killing eve season 1 watch it phoebe waller bridge's exquisite show running skills and i think she sort of passed on season 2 and season 3 and was doing ah, other stuff so that, that's that makes a lot you can, of sense you can you yeah. can tell that yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same quality but, but season 1 groundbreaking television and also given that travels a bit crap right now there's but, a lot of travel and city hopping But then that's the thing that's the important part you mentioned about the whole you know new characters coming in in Grey's Anatomy which is not what happens in uh, Killing Eve so I don't think you can sustain a show like that the novelty is around those two characters which, who are interesting but how long can you keep caring about the same characters which is why there's the an same thing. no I agree and hmm. which is why there's an argument for this HBO style mirror of Easton style thing right where yeah. things are brilliant but i think the expression is limited series mm. far better than than jumping the proverbial shark really saying But, that i'll watch second season of mayor of east town if there's one honestly because it can be a completely new mystery i mean she could she could start a new life and it could be mayor of west town but that sounded that was, fun. i'm don't write the second I'm, season through i'm sorry it was funnier in my head <laughs> Uh and we have background laughter from Hamster yes. Heath so apologies for and coughing but anyway um so what's happening as we as we move into our final segment of food what's happening on the food front okay so I know we had a good food day today through I mean you do have gelato on your face but yeah go on okay <laughs> so we have had a good food day yeah. so we've eaten at a nice pub near Hamster Heath we've had some okay when i say a nice pub this is really elevated pub food i mean it's not the basic sure. pub food that you get in london usual london pubs The other thing is that okay Dhruv we did want to talk about ice cream. Yes. And uh, you discovered something about my ice cream preferences which you were not happy about. 
well i am not i don't want to be proselytizing or sort of telling people what they want to do with their life but i mean it's really got to be chocolate like okay okay right so basically what i told dhruv is that the only ice cream i ever pretty much eat is strawberry ice cream because every time i eat any other flavor i regret it and i always think that i should have had strawberry ice cream instead so obviously as you can hear dhruv did not did not appreciate that thought and he's basically so i am not somebody who eats ice cream like i don't like i like chocolate but i don't like chocolate flavor in cake or ice cream and things like that so obviously he gave me this weird look and completely dismissed this preference of mine but what i also wanted to talk about so like i did this like reel and everybody really likes talking about ice cream and people seem really extremely upset if you say anything about their flavors like you like pistachio and if i make fun of that people get very upset about it do you realize that people are quite militant about their ice cream preferences yeah and i think it's got to be chocolate okay as okay. as <laughs> as we just discussed so um, as we can see this conversation does not seem to be moving very well i do well. miss i do miss the 90s though do you remember floats back in the 90s when you put like coke on ice cream okay i, I mean, don't think i did this i'll be honest i was not never a coke fan so there was kid, no appeal to me strange child Strange okay, so, strawberry ice so, cream loving child. So we had the masala coke thing. Do you remember having masala coke? That was yes. amazing. Okay, so back home in India, we did this whole coke thing where you had coke and you put a lot of spices in it. By spices, I pretty much mean like chaat, chaat masala, kala namak, and all of this. And trust me, that's the only way to drink coke because otherwise. I'm not interested. So Actually, that's a great quick fix recommendation for people, right? Looking to mix things up. Get some ice, get some coke. I know it's a pain in the ass to sort, but try and get some chaat masala. That's C H A T or C H A A T, chaat masala and sprinkle that on top and you are done. Minimal um, effort, but I mean, if somebody's especially somebody who's never had it before, it's quite a punchy, flavorful thing to have actually. And if you if you're doing the outdoor entertaining or meeting outside mm. as things open, you can serve that and tell people that it's inspired by the exoticism of the east. <laughs> Even though it's just chaat masala that you buy online, but it's it's amazing. Now we need to write a Indian recipe book with this recipe in it. Yeah, I'm all in. Okay, Dhruv, I think now let's wrap it up. Let's enjoy the heat. and look at the dogs that are around us and let's relax i agree and i might have to have a nap but anyway anisha that was interesting to be recording live and in person so thank you for yeah that was really great thank you for joining me and thank you for making grey's anatomy sound way more cerebral than it is but hey ho whatever we will be back next week with more recommendations books movies tv and assorted life recipes and what not but thanks very much and anisha i'll see you next week see you and in the meantime uh, follow us on eat watch binge read on instagram You can listen to all our episodes. It's basically wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to previous episodes. So the last episode is where we talked about Mayor of East Town as well, and listen to episode ten where we talk about which is which was our Japan special episode. So we'll see you next week, and in the meantime, catch up on all our other episodes.